city of 100 hellos, Brooks, Alberta, Canada. This is the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kasim. Podcast. I'm Ahmed Kasim, and today we welcome Mr. Mohammed Ibrahim. Uh, he is the uh, Somali Community Press, Somali Canadian President in Brooks and Count of Newell. Welcome to the program, Mr. Mohammed. Uh, thank you very much, Ahmed Kasim and Ambassadors. My name is Mohammed Ibrahim. Uh, I'm currently the Somali community leader living here in Brooks. We are uh, quite a number uh, immigrants. And um, I came to Brooks in December of 2014, and my family joined me in January of 2015. Uh, where I have a uh, number of uh, children here, just to say. And we are pleased with nine children, four girls, four boys, five girls. Mm. And um, we migrated from um, a refugee camp in Kenya. And we first landed in Winnipeg. And then um, after trouble, when you are three months in Winnipeg, we, I moved to, to Brooks to look for a job. And uh, to say the facts, Brooks welcomed us just like any other immigrants very well. Uh, with the ready job at the JBS plant. And after that, um, all the services available were already available to us. I managed to dig around and then make friends. And that was it. It's a very small city, but then a very welcoming heart. I, 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 we love it as a family. And um, we still want to make looks as our permanent home. Thank you very much, Mr. Mohammed. Uh what is interesting thing about Somalia that you would like to share with our audience uh, about Somalia, geographically, the people of Somalia, uh, where they're located, and uh, things like that. So what would you like to share with the audience about uh, Somalia? Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Ahmed. And um, Somalia uh, lies um, geographically on the Horn of Africa. It is um, mostly said Eastern Africa. Uh, it borders uh, the Indian Ocean on the on the east, and um, Kenya on the south, southeast, Ethiopia, Djibouti, and Yemen on the north northwest. And uh, it has the longest coastal line in Africa, um, to, to say so. And it is uh, naturally not uh, a very resourceful country, but then not tapped, not used. And unfortunately, uh, too bad for us, it had been uh, scavenged or um, destroyed by this ongoing civil war that started in, in the 80s. Immediately, uh, like after I was born. And um, yeah, is the people of Somalia are very intelligent to, to some extent, but uh, the civil war, uh, the endless war, ravaged their lives, destroyed their lives, and uh, they, that made them scattered all over the world as refugees. And one thing I will uh, specifically point out is uh, Somali people are naturally entrepreneurs. They like doing businesses, given the chances, the opportunity, and they can make uh, nothing out, something out of nothing. Uh, they can come here like with zero and then make businesses. Uh, given the platform, the chances and the information through um, nourish and like, uh, like develop on. And that is about the Somali people. But then 
come in with the immigrant Somali populations living here in Brooks, we are on the disadvantaged end because most of our folks are people who came out of the refugee camps who never had the chances to go to school and learn. Uh, people who had been in the farms destroyed by civil war and famine and then came to Canada as refugees. So we may be looking uniquely different from the other populations living in Brooks because of our uh, formal education status. But then uh, we are people who get the information by the word of mouth. Uh, we are people who given the chances, the information who can rely on and then act upon. And um, that is all I can say that uh, despite the fact that we have our underlying conditions or problems that uh, we came with, we still want to learn from our neighbors, for citizen Canadians, from other people living in Brooks, and then head on and make some changes. No, that's 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 great, uh, Mr. Mohammed. Thank you very much. You mentioned about Somalis being uh, business-minded. Uh, just given the fact that in Brooks, as there is any Somali businesses around in Brooks area. Yeah, uh, to specifically say, we, we may be detached from uh, uh, the established business kind of people in Brooks, but then I can specifically mention about seven businesses. Uh, owned and operated by Somali communities here in Brooks. Wow. Uh, about seven. So the, the last the last one is one coming up around Husky. It's a restaurant and a house shop where people can, uh, when opened, uh, can get uh, the Somali traditional food. And uh, it's run by a very uh, energetic, uh, first moving forward minded person, Ahmed. And uh, I think that coming in will give like a broader a spectrum, a perspective of how people do, how Somali people do business in Brooks. Wow, that's very good. So having seven businesses uh, run by the uh, Somali community in Brooks, that's a very good high number. Yeah, I think it's the highest uh, uh, that immigrants that live in Brooks have as a community. But then the, the other, the, um, the problem we may have is uh, the, how we do businesses and how business is done here in Canada may be different. Totally different. We do business uh, with without any system, without uh, any books to run with, and um, and then um, and if we give them time, the tools to learn that this is how businesses are governed here in Canada. This is how businesses are run here in Canada. Then the, we may see a lot of other people coming in and then joining the uh, the business world here. I may say world because uh, and. Um, given the chances, the tools, uh, the information, like the starting capital, then there will be so many people interested to do business in Brooks. Well, uh, that, that will be a good opportunity for uh, the city link, uh, city of Brooks, as well as the Chamber of Commerce uh, for such opportunity, whether it's the Somali businesses or other immigrant businesses in uh, Brooks area, as well as the local small businesses that run in the bus in, in Brooks area. Yeah, sure. So how has the uh, COVID-19 affected you as well as the community in general? And um, we may be one of the most hit. And uh, as, as we say, and we have other underlining and barriers that we came with. One of them is the language. And most of the Somali community living here in Brooks have very low English skills. 
and that is a big big uh, tough or hurdle to pass because uh, um, COVID-19 has affected almost everyone every household in, in Canada across the world and it's not only specific to Brooks or the Somali community living in Brooks but then uh, and it uh, we are um, so disadvantaged because uh, the Somali communities have less information out to grasp to protect themselves against the spread of COVID. Simply because uh, the, that uh, single mother living in uh, Greenbrook or Third Avenue or where we call Mogadishu here in Brooks does not speak English, uh, does not follow uh, um, here the radio uh, boom on F- FM to listen uh, get the, the news, does not go live stream and then check the news from uh, the city hall or the mayor. And even if she watches the news from uh, CTV or CBC, she doesn't speak English and understand. So that kind of a person needs this material, that information translated in the language they understand so they can make a sound and uh, better decisions to fight against the COVID. With this kind of information not available to them, then uh, it is very unlikely for them to to, to be on a better side. A better end of uh, of of fighting the, the the crisis, and I'm I'm saying this because like when we were first hit uh, around in July, August, September when Brooks was like uh, very uh, very bad with with the COVID, we had a number of people who had, and then they never had the chance to go even get someone to bring them food to eat. The uh, whole family household had succumbed to COVID, and then. The, they, they were quarantining and then there's no one to give them anything to eat or bring. So we had to start and then make deliveries within our communities, organize some people and then uh, make those things uh, like uh, they had something to eat, uh, have um, uh, food, uh, ready food for them. Uh, kind of like it was very tough. But then if we had the kind of collaborations from uh, uh, the council or the city members or uh, uh, People coming to them and then having those information in a language they understand, I think we'll have been better prepared for this than anyone else. Well, I don't no, know I made some sense, yeah. No, that's that's well said. So those are the challenges that face the uh, Somali communities. And just to mention a few years. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, something that. Uh, uh, Collectively, I think with the uh, city and others, I believe uh, organizations and others can be able to, uh, uh, with your leadership and help, I think there is an opportunity and there is a uh, some challenge that needs to be uh, able to address. So this COVID issue uh, will be something that the community in general be able to pull it off together. Sure, yeah. Have you any advice to our audience as to how best to prevent COVID spread in our community? What would you think would be the best mechanism uh, that you can share with the audience that listening to you today about uh, preventing spread of uh, COVID in, in our community? Um, the best tool that we can fight with COVID is uh, follow the AHS, Alberta Health Services guidelines, uh, social distances, wearing masks, wash your hands, and um, stay home if you are feeling or you feel you have or have 
in, in contact with someone else, uh, self guaranteeing yourself, and um, this is what I could say. And the protection starts with you. If you think you have this, then stay home, protect yourself. Then everyone else will, will be protected. That's what I will have to, have to say. And uh, I know it is very difficult for us, especially when the and you go to JBS, uh, you work there, you come back, and um, you don't have or you don't understand what you are supposed to use to, to fight against this disease. Then uh, you end up risking yourself and risking everyone else around you. So uh, I will um, ask all the stakeholders, uh, the city council, the mayor, all businesses, uh, first responders, everyone in and around Brooks uh, to pass this word around. I know it had been there for long now, and, uh, but then the, don't stop there, keep the fight, uh, social distance, wear masks, wash your hands frequently or sanitize whenever you are touching any hard services. And then if you think or you think you are not feeling well, then stay home. Well, that's, that's well said. And in addition to that, Mr. Muhammad, also be kind to others, help others, each one. Uh, be a, uh, someone who is looking after their neighbor, talk to your neighbor, be uh, kind to your neighbor, be kind to your stranger, uh, to any stranger this difficult time. And, uh, and look for the positive side. Uh, good days are ahead of us, and um, together we will be able to build it off. Thank you, Ahmed. And it is one of my uh, responsibilities that uh, I we do help the needy. And I say it. I I I, feel, I seek passion. I seek passion in people in crisis. I always stand out to help people in need, whether it's someone who is new to me or someone I, I have known for long. And that is one of my uh, leading principles in life. And neighbors, friends, uh, seniors, everyone around. You always stand out to help people in need. And that is the word. Besides protecting ourselves. No, thank you very much, Mr. Mohammed. And I think that is well said. And with your leadership as a president of the Somali community, uh, we hope uh, uh, the, the community will be able to uh, pull it off together with the large community in our Brooks and, and other communities. And usually they say, keep hope alive. That's what... Nelson Mandela used to say, so let's keep hope alive and let's see the good days are ahead of us. Thank you. Thank you, Ahmed and John. And uh, one thing I will say is no one situation is permanent. Uh, it is says, it is said, it will pass. No one situation is permanent. We shall overcome this. Yeah. And as a community, people living in Brooks neighborhood, we are always one and uh, we shall come out strong. What, what kind of music you want to play today for the audience? And uh, I really like uh, this this music, an old one. Um, I think you may know. It is sung by Hassan Awasamater. Thank you very much.
Village Podcast with Ahmed Kasim. For more information, go to globalvillagecenter.ca.